What's up, everyone? This is Chriselle for All Things Political. Thanks for listening. We got a lot in store for you. So I want to take the first... Uh, moments of this audio to really thank everybody thank all my friends my family members my supporters people that know me people that just heard about me people that don't even know who i am thank you so much for giving me a chance to be a part of your life (laughs) that's direct but thank you for um just giving this podcast an opportunity and just being a part of this political revolution with me So in the process of disclosing my political passions and motivations, I began producing and recording these podcast series with the purpose of getting more millennials of color involved and educated on the political discourse. As we all have seen, heard, felt our country, the state of the union, the state of the nation is really going through some difficult times. And through that difficulty, we also need to unify and come together and be educated and be intellectuals and talk about things and also just like get through it as a whole. I want to be able to provide a fresh young voice and to serve as a political commentator with my really blunt insight and hopefully be able to get not only millennials of color but just get more people involved right um on what is happening with within our country i have considered the fact that there are so many other outlets right you can watch the news you can go on twitter you can listen to this podcast but what i really want to do and what i do myself to stay informed and also stay above the issue is i see the issue i break it down right i get to the root cause of what is causing it and then i try to make it a part of my everyday conversation right because the purpose for of for all things political is to show you all that truly all things are political from the institutions that we were all born in right whether you were born in a hospital if a midwife like was there to help your mama then she was a part of some institution in some way shape or form to the grade that you were in right the school that you went to even if you were homeschooled there was a curriculum that you were following um even to where you are now in your career even if you're not working there is still some type of institution that is connected to who you are. And for that reason, all things truly are political because, in fact, you are political. And so I want my podcast to be able to serve as a platform for organizing, mobilizing. I also want to be able to provide insight to use my voice as a voice of not only myself but also you know the voice for the voiceless is a concept that I pride myself in and I want to not only speak for other women other women of color other Afro-Latinas other low-income individuals who were raised by single mothers whatever the case may be my voice is your voice and I want my story to serve as your story so I have a little bit of storytelling for y'all so on September 15th a legend was born no I'm kidding uh, well 
I hope to be a legend someday and to be able to leave my mark in this world in some way, shape, or form. But I was born on September 15th. Shout-outs to all the Virgos. Shout-outs to all the Earth signs. Um, I was raised in Harlem, New York by a phenomenal, phenomenal mother. Uh, Shout-outs to all the single mothers out there doing what they can for their kids. Um, my mother traveled to the United States more specifically to New York City, more specifically to Harlem, um, with hopes of really, you know, the quote-unquote concept of the American dream. Like, that really lives true for a lot of immigrant um, immigrants and immigrant parents. And so my mother did everything she could to shift the generational poverty that existed within her family. My mother worked tirelessly, like truly tirelessly, um, to be able to have children that would receive the educational privileges that unfortunately she didn't receive. My mother at a young age, um, she was like 20, she was in college back in the Dominican Republic. There was a huge hurricane that took place that destroyed her home and left her having to travel to another country in order to get some sort of employment to be able to send money back to her family. So she really valued education at a young age. And unfortunately, she wasn't able to go through with it all the way. And so she wanted to make sure that her kids had the many privileges that she was unable to have. So I had the privilege of going to private school. My mother worked in public school and she really saw just like, how local public school system really functioned. Um, I remember her coming home and being like, I saw this fight, I saw that fight. And she was just like, my kids aren't going to public school, y'all are going to private school. Don't get me wrong, I was hussing and fussing. So was my older sister, who was just so against the concept. More importantly, because it was so expensive. But thankfully, through tuition assistance programs, we were able to get by and she was able to get the help that she needed for us to be able to go through the to through private schooling and so um I was able to get private school education I went to a private middle school and then to an all-girls catholic high school shout out to Notre Dame school um and then from there uh, I had even bigger privilege of really being able to you know make it out the hood right that concept is really true and I lived it and I feel it every day and I was able to really go to college which was granular for me. So college was such an <laughs> I like have to LOL I have to laugh out loud a little with that because when I think back to those four years that I spent I'm just like wow what a what a trip. So I attended the University at Albany Shoutouts to UA, and I, more importantly, had the privilege of being a educational opportunity scholar, so I was an EOP recipient. Now, the Educational Opportunity Program provides financial, academic, social, you could even say emotional, truly, support to low-income predominantly students of color and gives them the access to be able to attend college. Now, at the age of 17, I can honestly say I was not ready nor aware of the journey I was about to embark on. Truthfully, I just kind of wanted to get away from home and also be able to party.
Now that thought was truly short-lived. And so after experiencing a heightened sense of freedom and independence, I was made aware of the complexities of the college experience while also learning of the many blessings that come from being able to just get away and experience a new life and be able to see the microcosms of society within a college campus. I can proudly say that Guys, my grades were trash. Like, I say that proudly. More importantly, because it wasn't that I didn't study. It was because I was not understanding the material. And look, it wasn't that I wasn't studying. It was more so that I realized that college and higher education institutions weren't really set up for people like me. I actually don't know why I'm whispering that. Like, I want y'all loud and proudly to know that college, many, not all, many college institutions aren't set up for black and brown folks, especially of us of low socioeconomic backgrounds who are not raised in households where parents are having educational and political discourses and asking you what major are you going to do? Or like, hey, I have a friend who can connect you to this internship for when you come back to the summer like that's not the principles that truly I was raised on and then it's not to say that you know it makes me any worse it makes me any better but it was concepts that I had to then form for myself it was questions that I then had to ask myself because I knew that my mother wasn't going to ask me and that's fine because it built more independence and more power for the woman that I was becoming and the destiny and the path that, you know, God had for me. I reverted my energy into extracurricular activities and got involved in countless organizations uh, to build myself as a leader with the goal of helping and serving people around me. The concept of, you know, being the voice of the voiceless, like that really came alive when I was in college and I was able to align myself with other empowered intellectuals and not only students but also faculty members there were other so many people that were willing to help someone like me right they saw potential and, and I am so truly thankful for those people that saw the potential in me even at moments when I didn't really see it for myself and so my senior year I had the opportunity the privilege the blessing to travel to Seattle all expense paid trip to attend a racial equity conference with a couple of my peers and there I connected with someone by the name of Dwight who asked me the million dollar question your senior year of college he was like what are you going to do when you graduate? Like, what are your post-grad plans? To which I answered, like, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I just gave him probably some, like, BS generic answer that I was giving people at that time. And he then informed me and told me to apply and, you know, said that I would be a good candidate for the Coral Fellows Program in Public Affairs. Hi, my name is Ryan Sensor. I am a graduate of the Coral Fellows Program in Public Affairs. And I want to talk to you about, well, everything. What I mean is how society or any system works. Systems like our cities or your business, my community, or any organization. How they work and how to make them better. It all starts with people. And different people play different roles at different times. There are the people who know how the system works, people who know how the system should work, and the people who know how to work the system. 
The people who know how the system works create a foundation of knowledge and assumptions, which is used by other people to imagine new scenarios and ideas about how the system should work, and they inspire or pressure the people who know how to work the system to change it, which leads to a new evaluation of how it's working and a new set of assumptions. But to truly achieve progress, all of these people must have contact, connection, conversation. And for that to happen, you often need catalysts, people who know how to engage, who can set this process in motion, and serve as the engine for powerful, positive change. And that's what the Coral Fellows Program is, a postgraduate course for agents of change, multi-sector, experience-based, change-focused learning for the most capable, diverse, and driven young people in the country who will someday soon change your organization and the world we live in, not necessarily by leading from the top, but as well-trained catalysts for change leading from within. The Coral Fellows Program in Public Affairs. And so my choral year taught me a lot about the institutions that play a role in our everyday lives, the power players that lead these institutions within New York City, and how I play a role in it all. And not just me, Crystal Martinez, but me, the people I represent, my community, those I advocate for, and those that I wish to serve. Near the tail end of the program, one of our final assignments was to create a vision for change. In this assignment, we had to build our vision for social change in a way that speaks to our personal motivations, passions, and engages in political intelligence, in which I recorded this which was my vision for change within our society. So there's this deaf poetry jam where Common states, I, I sing, sing a song, song for the hero unsung, with faces on the mirror of the revolution. No looking back, cause in back is what's done. Tell the preacher, God got more than one son. Tell the law, my Uzi weighs a ton. I walk like a warrior, from them I won't run. This piece truly speaks volumes to the work that I'm trying to do with this vision of change. We have to stay informed. We have to stay involved. We have to have these really critical conversations and get to the root of the systemic issues that are plaguing us today. And more importantly, we have to do the work collectively, intelligently, with love and empathy. Because the goal is to rule the world and free all our sons, right? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Enjoy the rest of the series. Life, I wonder, will it take me under? Smoking weed in the street without cops harassing Imagine going to court with no trial Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters No welfare supporters More conscious of the way we raise our daughters Days are shorter, nights are colder Feeling like life is over These snakes strike like a cobra The world's hot, my son got knocked Evidently, it's elementary They want us all gone eventually Trooping out of state for a plate Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage We'd all have the top dollars Imagine everybody flashing Fashion, designer clothes Lacing your click up with diamonds Rolls. Your people's holding dough, no parole, no rubbers Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers Just some thoughts for the mind I take a glimpse into time, watch the blimp read The world is mine If I rule the world Imagine that, imagine that.
and Anglo-Saxon, Armani exchange the range, cash, lost tribe of bass, free at last, brand new whips to crash, then we laugh in the illa path, the villa houses for the crew, how we do, trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches, so many years of depression make me vision, the better living, type of place to raise kids in, opening eyes to the lies, history's told foul, but I'm as wise as the old owl, plus the gold child, seeing things like I was controlling, click rolling, tricking six digits on kicks and still holding, trips to Paris, I civilize Every savage, give me one shot. I turn tripe life to lavish. Political prisoner set free, stress free. No work release, purple and threes and jet skis. Feel the wind breeze in West Indies. I think Coretta Scott King, mayor of the cities, in reverse things to Willie's. It sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Making moves in Atlanta back and forth scrambler Cause you can have all the chips Be poor or rich Still nobody want a nigga have a shit If I rule the world and everything in it Sky's the limit I push the Q45 infinite It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see but reality struck Better find out before your time's out What the fuck If I rule the world Imagine that I free all my If I rule the world, I love them, love them, baby. 